0: Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Root Beer and Rambles. This is your host, Isaac Walter, and today I have Stewart's Root Beer with me. This is a um, pretty classic Root Beer, I would say. I mean, it's been everywhere. I feel like um, it's not terribly uncommon, at least in the south where I grew up, I could find them a lot, usually at Cracker Barrel's. Um, I think that's like the one they sell in the Cracker Barrel, like when you order a Root Beer, I think, is Stewart's, but I don't honestly remember because i haven't gone in a while the cracker barrel really good restaurant not gonna lie so i'm gonna go ahead and get into this get into the aroma a little bit here which to me is just a really good classic root beer aroma like honestly it's a lot of memory tied to it really good smell um i'd write honestly probably write it as a nine you get a lot of caramel little caramel accent with a lot of the spice like the spices and things so it's a really good really good scent um absolutely the best I think root beer wise it's that I've smelled at least I think that's probably the highest rate I've ever given for an aroma maybe A&W was higher but it's really good I mean honestly I'd almost give it a 10 like this is what I like root beer smells like to me like that's what it should be to give it a taste um it's pretty good um it man it's not all that I remember because I haven't had in a while but it is really good and it is a good root beer it does have I'm not really it's almost like toffee kind of flavor in the background um, that I can definitely taste it comes through a lot and I don't hate it but it's just a different kind of sweet like just different than uh, what I would expect from a root beer uh, most times but it's not bad at all so I'd say for the flavor it's probably a seven I definitely would buy Stewart's if they were around um, in more than Cracker Barrels. So if it was in Walmart, I'd probably pick them up every now and then. They might be, honestly. I said that, and then I remembered maybe seeing them in Walmart's because I know IBC is there, and like the Walmart brand in NW, and I think, I think Stewart's too. I don't remember. The aftertaste um, is still that kind of caramelly taste, so it's not bad. It's probably a seven there as well. Carbonation on this one is pretty, pretty low. Well, yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty solid carbonation, honestly. Probably about a 6 there. Um, For memory, I have a lot of memory of these uh, different root beers, these Stewart root beers. Um, uh, Just basically like family dinners and, you know, whatever at Cracker Barrel. Just that kind of road tripping and picking them up, asking my parents for them, that kind of thing. So there is a lot of memory tied to it. So I'd probably give it an 8 there for memory. I think I paid a dollar forty nine. Actually, I don't know. This one may have been a gift from somebody who was at Cracker Barrel and was like, "Have you had this on the podcast?" Because I get that sometimes. And when I say somebody, I mean my mom. Um, and I think that I think that's what it was. And I think they're kind of expensive, actually. At when you buy them at Cracker Barrel, if I remember right, it's like two dollars and fifty cents or something, which is kind of a lot. But they do have a pretty good selection there. There's like a bunch of different ones, so it's kind of neat. Um, so yeah, I'd say this one's probably a, probably a six for price if it's really a two fifty, which I'm remembering, but I think I got it as a gift. So it would obviously be like a great price. Um, the artwork on the bottle is very good. It's interesting. Um, it's got this orange background. I think orange and Brown look really good together. Like it's a classic root beer kind of color scheme, I guess. Um it is a little plain. There's not like art art, but it's like a little the logo, the Stewart's logo with a little mug underneath it in this orange uh kind of rectangular shield crest. It's kind of interesting. It's definitely a fascinating like a, a classic look. So i would probably give it a 7 for looking classic though it's not an art at all. There's not like a whole lot of design to it. Um and the name Stewart's is pretty boring. I mean, it's a person's name. It's not like I keep going back to um orange and brown is like root beer colors but i think big rock is the one that i think of as like a cool name wasn't it big rock honestly now i've forgotten i think it's big rock the one from little rock um or diamond bear is the brewery i don't know just a neat neat name um and i mean stewart's is a guy's name so i'd probably give it a six there um now that i've got all my scores in i'm gonna go ahead and tabulate everything and then I don't know what I was trying to say. I said tabulate those. So there you go. Um, just add everything up, and then I'll be right back to go into the history, which there is a little bit of controversy. Question mark Wow, could it be? Um, and yeah, I'll be right back. And I'm back with a total score of seven for Stewart's root beer in um, a very long pause this time because. Everybody in this house decided to come downstairs and start making a ton of noise all at once. So I had like about a ten-minute pause there, and um, but I'm back and um, trying to think of where I left off. I'm pretty sure I I could listen back, but why would I do that? That's the question. Anyway, usually I just talk about my score. I had a seven. Uh, it averaged out to a seven, which is a good. I think that's a really good score for this root beer. The taste and everything is like a little bit above average the aroma is perfect it's literally like this is where ruby should smell like uh everything else it's pretty average so a seven's probably a good score for this one i had a five in my original notes which i'll probably update because that seems a little low to me but uh, i think it was like the 12th beer i ever had on the list um so as one of the common ones you know i didn't have much to go off of yet for that i was just kind of like arbitrarily assigning a number look at me yawning right now what is it like it's noon, literally, I need more root beer, that's the solution, let me tell you, so, to get into the history of it all a little bit, uh, Stewart's, is supposed to be a nostalgic and old-fashioned root beer, which I think is, uh, interesting, it's not as pompous as like, what do they call it, what's the word I hate, designer, or whatever, I haven't had one that said that in a while, or like niche, or, I can't think of the word, because I hate it obviously you know um so it's pretty neat I guess uh this old old fashioned root beer it originated from Stewart's Restaurants which was a root beer stand chain started in 1924 by Frank Stewart who Stewart's is named after of course um in Mansfield Ohio so Ohio has produced something good in its lifetime not much else there is not much from Ohio that um I'm not a fan Ohio's a state it's um, maybe shouldn't be, I don't know, Indiana Part 2, <laughs> North Indiana, does is, is Indiana touch Ohio, that's a guess, I don't know, I know geography, but I you know, I blank Ohio out of the map, so it's basically not a thing, um, the bottling was bought in 1990 by Cable Car Beverage Company, which was then bought by, like, Dr. Pepper Keurig, which is, I think what was renamed, I don't know, it's like Trific or something, um, but it's now Dr. Pepper Keurig, who owns and bottles Stewart's, which I think is why it's really common. Um, I can't remember which other one. We've had another one that they bottle as well, but I cannot remember right now which one that is. Uh, when it was bought in 1990, they added other flavors. So there's like a birch beer and a black cherry soda and a few others like that right now um, that you can also get in under the Stewart's name, but they're not original Stewart's flavors. They are some sort of add-on, you know, uh, not necessarily. Wow, am I tired? What is happening? They're not necessarily an original uh, Stewart's product. They were added on after the buyout. Or after they were bought. Something I found interesting. So I mentioned controversy int- uh, earlier. And this is where it gets interesting. Well, not yet, I guess. I kind of skipped. Jumped the shark there, eh? Stewart's was voted top root beer or it was awarded not voted I don't want to put in a word that isn't there it was awarded top root beer in the 2006 World Cup of root beer now a World Cup of root beer is a very interesting thing and this is where it gets interesting again I kind of jumped the shark but not exactly because this is where it actually does get interesting the World Cup of root beer never happened there's no record of it anywhere on the internet The only thing that shows up when you look up World Cup of Root Beer is Stewart's advertising saying that it won the 2006 World Cup of Root Beer. Now, is there a World Cup of Root Beer? I think I probably would have heard of this by now. Having run this show for now 24 episodes and also being a root beer fanatic for many years, I think I would have known about a Root Beer World Cup. I'm not saying that it's not a real thing. I'm just saying that when you google it all that comes up is Stewart's. Stewart's 2006 win. I think the World Cup of Root Beer is a sham. There is no World Cup of Root Beer. It's a Stewart's advertising ploy. Can I confirm this? No I haven't emailed Stewart's or called them up at uh, their Ohio location and said hey what's what's going what is this World Cup of Root Beer thing that you claim you've won. I think that dogs and suds would like to enter that competition. You know, maybe, maybe who was in that competition. I was curious to know what the lineup was. What Rupert's did they test? Who was there? What, who came? What, what brands brought their drinks? I know Fitz, Fitz does a lot of stuff uh, out of St. Louis and I follow them uh, with the Rupier page and they seem to do a lot of different outreach stuff. This seems like something they would be interested in. I could not find any record, no record at all just Stewart's own website and blogs about root beer claiming Stewart's won that 2006 World Cup of root beer title I don't think that it won that World Cup of root beer title because I don't think the World Cup of root beer is a real thing should it be a, ro- a real thing yes yes it should be and I should be the judge I think I'm calling it right now I'm gonna con- I'm gonna gather all the root beer companies together and I'm going to say, give me samples, give me a bottle of each of your root beers, give me a month, I'll come back with the top root beer with, uh, I'll do it all on the show, we'll do it live, that would take forever, there's a lot of root beer, but assuming everybody enters, I mean, okay, we'll probably get nine entries, that'll take a day, we'll do it live on the show, let's make this happen, let's get a World Cup of Root Beer in Rambles edition, in Rambles is in parentheses, and we'll have a World Cup of Root Beer and rambles in uh, 2020 or something. I don't know. We'll figure it out. But I want to do it. Let's do it. we got to figure this out because it's going to be worth it. And we're going to crown a real top root beer. And I will I will be completely unbiased. All uh, records of the show, all favorable words towards NW and Dog and & Suds has been redacted. You know, in fact, those are terrible root beers. Never buy them. I'm, not, I'm just kidding if Dog & Suds, if you ever listen to this... Um, Please give me lots of bottles. I love root beer; It's really good. And I've run out officially. And I have no more. And I cannot get more. Because I do not live in Memphis. And they do not have any in the Atwoods nearby. Which is still 30 minutes away. So i got to go back to Fayetteville. And maybe they don't even have it there. Who knows. We'll see. When Next time I'm up in Silem Springs or in uh, Fayetteville. I'll have to stop and see what is available. Okay. Now that I've gone on. And I, I've yelled about this World Cup of Root Beer 2006 that I don't believe really occurred. I don't think you won the World Cup. I'm speaking to the root beer here. You can't. Maybe I should do video. Nope, I shouldn't. That was a joke. I never saw you win anything. The bottle's cool, though. It's embossed. It's kind of nice. and I like the logo and everything. It's nice. Nice printing. Um, but I don't think you won the 2006 World Cup of Root Beer because I don't think there was a 2006 World Cup of Root Beer. You can't have me. I'm too good. I'm on to you. If any of you guys listening have ever heard of a World Cup of Root Beer or maybe tuned into the World Cup of Root Beer or was a judge or even has heard of that, you should let me know because I want to know. I want to know, is this a real thing? You know, maybe dig a little bit yourself. I dug around for probably 15 minutes all I could find was Stuart's things. All I could find was things linked to Stewart's in the 2006 World Cup of root beer I could find no intra- no information about the World Cup of root beer in 2006 like who was in it where it was held etc I could only find Stewart's won it and I think that they gave it to themselves and I think that's kind of cheating honestly because I would not crown this the top root beer in the world I don't know it's good but it's not the top root beer in the world good I don't think now, I would have to compare it to all these other root beers at the same time. Well, similar times. I think if we look at our podcast notes, we'll see that Dog and Suds and AW are tied. If not, Dog and Suds ahead. Oh, it's kind of squeaking ahead in AW for my personal favorite right now. Um, AW will still be my personal favorite uh, memory wise and like I can get it everywhere wise, basically. I can go to Walmart and get some. Um, like at a gas station, I usually just pick up an ANW Because you know what? There isn't dog and suds everywhere, but there should be. And I think there should be dog and suds everywhere. And if you disagree, you're wrong. Just kidding. You can have your own opinion. But dog and suds should be everywhere because it's really good. I really enjoy it. The bottles are good. The label looks cool. I actually just bought three dog and suds stickers, old ones, off of eBay uh, for like 15 bucks. <clears throat> a little bit more than I meant to spend, but I didn't mean to buy them, and then I did. So you know what? I don't even care. Why not? Full send. We've got uh, dog and soot stickers on the way. They're gonna go on the probably on this laptop um, on the car of course with on the van and then I'm gonna put them on like um, probably my fridge because you know what they're unique and you can't find them anywhere so I might as well put them, might as well use them. Um, so that's exciting. I'm excited about that. I'm excited to get those stickers in. Um, because Dog & Suds is good, and I'm going to find Dog & Suds, and apparently there's a Dog & Suds in Magnolia, Arkansas, which is like three hours down the road, so I'm going to try to do a road trip at some point. Um, Me and a friend are going to try to go up there and find out if it really does exist, because I remember reading that there's only two existing locations, one in Louisiana, and the original location are still open, but there was google times for dog and suds in magnolia so maybe it does exist we'll find out that we will anyway um with that well i guess i should maybe recap at the dog bark and reminded me of last week's episode uh i guess i'll do a little recap on the road trip that i took uh right after the show um it went really well i did it was a good little surprise for noah's birthday uh eleanor rode pretty well um on the way up she was more kind of energetic and uh she was like standing on the gas pedal a little bit but on the way back she did great uh there was thunderstorms usually she freaks out but she was like asleep the whole time um probably couldn't hear the thunder over the sound of the van uh on the road because it's very loud in there so that's good i think um that way she doesn't get scared and wasn't jumping all over the place she just kind of slept on the back bench listening to the road noise and the podcast i had on i suppose but she did well um so that's a little recap of last week's episode a little catch up on that um i'm gonna go ahead and kind of wrap here and get this pod out to the people um this has been root beer and rambles episode 24 i'm your host isaac walter i've never closed like this before this sounds too formal I don't know how to close a show. Like the... If you like the show, comment. Uh, leave a comment. I like hearing from you guys. I like to hear about you guys. Let me know if you know anything about the 2006 World Cup of Root Beer. I never heard anything about Wisconsin. At least I don't think so. I, I didn't check CastBox, but also CastBox. The last episode, I don't know why. It didn't go out on Spotify until, like, yesterday. They held it for some reason. So, it is out now. I, I double-checked. It's, it's, on, it's on there now. So, last week's episode... I did put out on Friday, uh, but it is out now. If you didn't catch it, go catch it. It's fun. Go follow at Rootbeer and Rambles on Instagram and let me know what's up. If you got Rootbeer suggestions, let me know. If you have places to get Rootbeer, let me know. Thank you guys for listening. I'll catch you guys hopefully on a bonus episode. You know I say that every week and I still haven't done it because it's still busy. But next week is finals week i'll probably be busy with finals and then after that i got nothing you know i got a whole summer of absolutely no plans so that's where it is that's how it be i'll let you guys go now uh and i'll put this one out for you guys i'll see you next week